The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. I'm Coach Larry. With me, as always, Matt Keogh. Matt, there's the burp. There's the burp. Get one more in. Come on. You can do it. On cue. Oh, that was weak. That's weak sauce. Weak. That's that's Bush League. Listen, listen. It, it will, this, that was the first carbonated thing I've had all day. It will come. It will come. All right. We're ready. Matt, before we come in hot. I think the question for the last week that everybody is dying to know the answers, our listeners, did you get the call? Did did, are you going on to the next round of Survivor? I am not. You are not. What? So what did the call like? Did they just say, "Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, not sorry"? See, basically, I mean, it was very kind of corporate ish. Was it like an actual person or was it like yeah, a recording? Yeah, no, it was an actual person. And did they, it, did it was, they tell you why or did they just say? I mean. <sighs> did they give you the 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 obligatory Dear John letter? Yeah, it's not you, it's us. No, they were just like for the time being, it's not, you know, we're going to go in a different direction and stuff. But they said, you know, <clears throat> there it is. I told you it was coming. Um, they burped in my ear too, you know. <laughs> no, it, they were, like, uh, you know, they were okay, basically. And it's like, all right, fine, whatever. So now it's off to uh, wipe out, I guess. Listen, I'm uh, telling you, did you did you do the homework? Did you did you figure out when wipe out? Are they even still doing wipe out? Like, is it still a show? I think so. I think I saw some episodes. Like, all right, I told you, you gotta you gotta figure out when when the next stuff is due. When did you apply to Survivor? That's what I forgot to ask you last. Two time. weeks ago. Oh, so this is like recently. Yeah. So it's not that fast. It's pretty fast. Oh, okay. That they reach out to you. I well, when was the cutoff? Was the cutoff two weeks ago? Like, did you apply like last minute? No. I don't like like I said, I was watching Survivor with my stepmom and my my dad, and the next thing I know, there was like a thing on on the TV, and it's the dude. I think his name is Jeff. And he was like, apply for Survivor next season. So I did. I think they do, like, Survivor's fairly just started, actually. What do you mean it just started? Like, the ep- like the season started. I thought it, like, the new episodes came out in, like, the fall. No. Well, because when I was watching, it was like, in, now the first person voted off of Survivor. <laughs> oh, like, really? Oh. I was like, oh, wow, okay. Oh, no, I know they tape it during the summer, but I thought they, uh, I thought they uh, like they tape it during the summer and it comes out in the fall. No, I didn't realize it was like a, a like winter a, slash yeah. spring show. It's a winter sport. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Hey, maybe I'll apply. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I told you we'll do it. We'll we'll apply for wipeout then. Wipeout it is. All right, um, I'm coming in hot for uh, for today's episode. The start of the episode. I'm giving a shout-out to Syracuse University and the Delta Gamma Sorority. Uh, my daughter, Sarah, she's 
She says it's not pledging sorority. It's I forgot what it's called. It's different than pledging like for fraternity. Were you did were you fraternities? You, did, you pledge? Yeah. Did you pledge fraternity? My mom. A, my mom said if I ran into a fraternity, she'd kick me out. <laughs> or like she <laughs> she'd disown you. Yeah, but I was subsequently in a fraternity, anyways. Like a an honorary an honorary brother. Kind of. Well, we made our, my my acapella group created our own fraternity and we called ourselves Sigma Sigma Beta because <laughs> our actual our actual acapella group name was Southside Boys, so we SSB, so Sigma Sigma Beta. Okay. And um yeah, the actual frats did not like it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um no, I I was in a fraternity. I did Alpha Kappa Psi, um national charter, but we did uh, it was Kinesia, through Canisius. That was our charter. Um but no, it was she's pl- uh is it rushing? Do they call it rush? No, I think rush week is rush week. I know. Is okay, also- maybe maybe this is just a sorority thing. But the whole thing started where during rush Sisters. week you actually have to get bids. Oh yeah, that's that's for do that's for frats too. Frats ours then we had to we didn't have to get like invite. And now again, Canisius was small. I think the campus at the time um, when I went there in ninety eight, I think at the time they only had four. Fraternities? Was this a, was this a fraternity or was this like no 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 it's it's a it's actually it's a it was a fraternity but we it's a co-ed business fraternity yeah so okay. we had girls so it's in not there. it's not a, real it's a fraternity it's Greek it's Greek it's got national charters so there's like uh, NU has NU has a charter or a, not a charter what's their, what are they called the different uh, it's a charter charters whatever they had different. Um, Chapters, chapters. That's what the word I'm looking for. So they had different, and and you had a chapter. Canisius had a chapter. Uh, not a real story. Clarkson not a had real a chapter. Fraternity. There were it was national. It was around because every year we would go to national conventions. We would have uh, local conventions. Yes, yeah, the actual frats don't have conventions. Well, whatever they're called, but no, they do. Even Sarah said there's like Greek Greek uh, conventions or whatever. What whatever. There's Greek fest. Anyways. <laughs> We're getting off topic, but Sarah's not a real frat. Pledging, she already got the bid and everything, so now she's uh, the sorority version of a pledge. I don't know what it's called, uh, but anyways, they had mother daughter, uh, mother daughter, mother daughter. They had Larry went on up. It's called Dudes Weekend. So basically, what it is is a lot of the sorority sisters and pledges would invite their. Um, most of them invited their father up. Some of them invited their, like, they had an older brother or younger brother invited the brother up. Dude guys. Or just any, any. Any dude. Any dude that's, you know, significant factor in their life. But anyways. This is the guy that hangs outside of my Whole Foods <laughs> at my house. This is the guy that I found outside of my apartment. He walked me home. This is my mom's. Third, it was magical. This is my mom's third boyfriend. But anyways, so we, I went up there for the weekend. Um. I had a ton of fun. I had a ball. Um, Where'd you stay in a hotel? <laughs> that's the best part. Oh, gosh. So I I booked the hotel about a month prior to the event. Sarah asked me a while, like a, a while ago, about two months ago. So I booked it last month. I'm not going to say the uh, piece of crap website that I booked it through, um, but booking should give the name away. Um, but anyways, um, through this piece of crap website i booked what i thought was i booked the ramada inn um which was it was 86 90 bucks whatever a night 
decent price. So I went there, thought, all right, I'll book it. Everything was legit through the site. They didn't, I thought it was a little weird that they didn't put, they didn't want any prepayment on the card. They asked for my card info, which I gave, but they didn't ask for like a down payment or anything. Right. No, no, no charges. So type in the address for the GPS, go in there, go down there, get to the hotel, the Ramada Inn, which is closed. Now, when I mean closed, I don't mean like, oh, nobody's at the front desk. Like, you just got to wait an hour and they're opening back up or somebody's on lunch break. I mean, closed. I mean, windows boarded up. I mean, I mean, windows boarded up like sign. There was sign covered over. Apparently, they're remodeling it and it's going to be a future days in. But and it wasn't only me because I came in as soon as I like I rolled up. There was somebody rolling up in right behind me and there was an elderly couple that must have been there for something separate but they're in their car like where you know how normally you would drive up to the front yeah, entrance yeah, yeah. so i'm looking i'm like what what's going on i kind of get out and i'm like looking through the thing and an elder the elderly woman she's like are did you book at this hotel too I'm like yep she's like we're on with ramada and they're refusing us to give us a refund and it's been blah 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 so i'm like what the hell so I get on with schmooking.com, I mean, some piece of crap website, um, you know, that has booking in the title. And anyways, this .com website with booking in the title, um, I talk to the lady and I'm like, you know, the place that you booked me for is not open. She's like, oh, well, let's go. I'm like, no, it's it's not operational. It's boarded up. She's like, okay, well, we'll call the, we'll call the property. I'm like, lady, I'm telling you, nobody will answer. I was like, it's... Okay, well, you know, in order for us to in order for us to cancel your fees, we're going to and then we're going to charge you this. I'm like, you're going to charge me? I was like, you put me in a hotel that is no longer operational. Well, we can't well, let's call and I'm going to I got to call and I'm going to put you on hold for 30 minutes. I was like, you're not going to put me on hold for 30. Well, let me call and see if they so she puts me on hold. All the while, I send a text to Sarah and Vicky and I'm like, Online or on the phone with this place, hotel not in operation, waiting to hear back. <laughs> the response I get from my wife in a text is a capital big LOL. Cannot believe that you would do that. Like, like I booked it. So, anyways, finally, long story short, or short, they get back onto me. They're like. Okay, sir, call back in 30 minutes, and then we'll give you a free cancellation fee, and we're so sorry. And I'm like, well, you might want to take this off your website because there's three other people here with me, and they all have the same problem. Well, we don't put it on our website. The hotels put it on our website, but you do check your website, correct? So anyways, long story short, uh, my fantastic, amazing wife was able to find a beautiful courtyard Marriott that was literally, I don't know, 30 seconds, a 30-second walk away from this Ramada, no longer Ramada Inn. So all was well. I she got, me the, she got me the rate or whatever, got me a good deal on it. I dropped my bags off there, picked up uh, Sarah. The first night, there really wasn't anything planned, so we just went out to um, – Nice little restaurant, Possibilities, in downtown Syracuse, which is amazing. Great, great food. But anyways, when I pick her up, she kind of looks. She's like, did you find a hotel? I was like, yeah, your mother booked me. And she just 
proceeded to start laughing the entire 10 minute ride that we were at possibilities. She's like, I'm glad you got in, but I couldn't stop laughing when you texted that you were like, you booked a hotel that was no longer in well, that's operation. That's not your fault. Well, I mean, like, how? It wasn't my fault, but the whole thing is, and I even told my wife, I was like, you realize from now on you're booking everything, which she does. Any vacation we yeah. go on, any hotel we go on, any she books the best places, gets the best rates. But then every so often she'll like she'll get upset, like you know why do I always have to book this? Why do I have to? I'm like because you're good. I'm like. And occasionally she'll be like, you know what, maybe next time you'll book it. So the first thing I told her when I called, I was like, do you realize this would probably have happened if I booked our Mexican vacation? I would have booked it and we would have never have gotten there. La Quinta no es bueno. <laughs> I'd have been like, no there anymore. Vicky, we, I, I'm telling you, the, the airline that we're going on, uh, Cinco de Mayo, it's, it's a good airline. Cinco de Mexico. Po- Pollo Loco is great, I heard. <laughs> Pollo Loco no es bueno. Pollo is muy mal. Uh, so that was, uh, other than that, though, it was fantastic. And apparently, so what it was is Friday night, um, nothing much was planned. So Friday, Sarah and I just went out, uh, did did a little dinner, came back. The next day, they had... Um, they had like a little, uh, I don't want to call it a happy hour or whatever, but like a little get together at uh, a bar, um, Hungry Chucks, Hungry Charles, Hungry Chucks, I think. Anyways, it was basically your typical college bar, like yeah, writing like, on the wall, yeah, like, like a nothing, dive, like a dive bar. It was a dive. It was like basically one of those bars where you just you go, you drink, you get drunk, maybe get a little food and leave. Like no atmosphere, no nothing. Yeah. In fact, they they had markers where you literally can write your name on like kids' names were all over the wall and everything. Yeah. So one of those bars, pretty cool. But again, a lot of the a lot of the parents were there. Um, it was a nice turnout. Then later on in the night, around uh, I don't know eight or nine, um, met up in another another place, another bar restaurant, more of like a traditional get together. And then afterwards, it was you know whatever. So the last thing I remember was and I thought I was I thought I held my own there was a um a younger I don't know if he was a brother uh, a a dad but younger than me so he had to be like in his I'd say early 30s a legacy <laughs> <laughs> a guy <laughs> but anyways so he uh the last thing I remember is um we, me and that gentleman were doing a few shots. Oh, gosh, Larry. Then, so then the next day, I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't, um, we ended up, we took an Uber there, took an Uber back, safe, whatever. So the next day, uh, Sunday was the last day, and it was a little get-together at the sorority house, just like breakfast, donuts. Um, I woke up. I was fine. And we got there, and... um some of the parents or some of the, the sorority sisters, they're like, oh, coach, how's it going, coach, coach, coach. I'm like, like, what the is what the hell is going on? And I'm, they're like, coach. finally I look at Sarah. I'm like, why does everybody know my name and why is everybody, like, giving me high fives? And she looks at me. She's like, you don't remember last night, do you? It's like, what are you talking about? I was like, she's like, well, you remember taking the shots. I was like, yeah. She's like, well, you did a few keg stands. She's like, you did a funnel, and she was like, you just were like, 
I was like, wait, what? She's like, you were like the life of the party. I was like, please tell me I didn't do anything stupid. She's like, no, no, no. She's like, you were fine. She was like, you were just very talkative with everybody. You were the life of the party. Like you were, I was like, I, I, I really didn't do anything too dumb. Did you? She's like, no, no, it was fine. Again, everybody got home safe. Good times. Good times were had. You were doing keg stands. Apparently, I did one keg stand. Apparently, I didn't do it well because, like, I got up and it lasted. I think maybe like five seconds. I think it was more or less like one of those things where I didn't drink a lot, but they were just impressed that one of the dads would actually attempt a keg stand type of deal. Oh, Larry! So, and even the funnel. I I don't remember the keg stand. I remember the funnel. And again, I don't think I even got a half a beer in. So, and I couldn't have been drunk because I, I'm not a drinker at all. And if I get like, let's put it this way: if I got plastered, a I would not have remembered how I got home. B I was definitely not getting up at eleven in the morning, ten in the morning. I think we had to be there at ten in the morning. Are you kidding me? You so get up at eleven in the morning, dude. The last time I got drunk drunk, and this was probably a good five, ten years ago, I got on a Friday. I don't think I was like I don't think I was functional until late Sunday. I mean, I was like I was up, but I'm like ugh, like massive headache, like just old. So but apparently apparently during the night I drank some uh Pedialyte. Which yeah. was kind of cool, and probably helped me with the hangover. But um, no, good time had by all. Loved it. Um, a lot of the fathers there were really cool. Had some great conversations with them, and I think we've got some new uh, Syracuse listeners because Sarah made sure, as I'm telling one of the dads, you know, I'm a coach, I'm a this, I'm a that. She was like, "Oh yeah," and he does a podcast, and it's called Stories from the Sidelines, and you guys got to listen to it. So one of the fathers just put it on his phone and had it playing over the. Uh, the stereo at the uh, the speakers at the I forgot what the second bar was we went to, um, so it was a fun night. Interesting. I I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Good time had by all. Um, I I, I feel like I should take you out partying, Larry. No, I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> like I have a feeling there's a difference again between like like drinking and partying, even. All right, this was a dude's weekend with sororities, but let's be honest. I was I was partying with a bunch of 40 and 50-year-old dads. So I wasn't going to get in trouble or do anything stupid. I feel like if I partied with you and your friends, a bunch of 20, 25-year-olds, not that you guys would do anything stupid, but I feel like I would eventually do something stupid. <laughs> I don't go out really. Like realistically, my parties consist of like the last time I got really bad was New Year's at my house, and we were playing Mario Kart and Wii Sports. Oh, I could do that. Listening to two thousands party hits. Oh, I could do that. Oh yeah, but I was making people gin and tonics. Okay, and other drinks that I just. Let's just say there's more gin than tonic in a lot of those drinks. Yeah, see, my my drink of choice, in fact, I think the only thing other than the supposed five-second keg stand and funneling half a beer, I love Armoretto and Cokes. I don't yeah. know if you've ever had them. 
love Amaretto and Cokes. They're they're a weak drink, which shows just how much of a weak drinker I am. Um, they're not very strong at all, but they taste like a cherry Coke. Yeah, like I just I I like the sugary drinks. I got some. I got some. Uh, I've I've given up drinking for Lent. Not not in the sense like I'm not like uber. When it comes to like religious stuff like that, I'm not uber like committed to it and all that kind of stuff but i like to use it as a sense of like a challenge to see if i can actually like go this month without having it yeah like what is that one uh what is it sober october yeah. or whatever that's yeah. kind of becoming yeah the thing so now? so realistically i'm doing i started this for lent where i'm not like i remember when i was a little kid this was back when I was influenced by my parents. Um, my mom was like, "Like you got to give something up for Lent. So I was like, I gave up drinking chocolate milk at lunch for Lent. So Ooh, I, I, would, okay. I, I would drink like regular milk. And I stuck to it. So this year I was like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to not drink alcohol. And I have not had alcohol since the beginning of Lent start, which was like beginning of March maybe. Yeah, it's thir- 30, 30 days before Christmas. Yeah. Or before Christmas, before Easter, <laughs> yeah, little little after Easter, so, so, or a little after Christmas, rather. So been rocking that, but um, I got this whiskey, um, that's maple flavored from like actual maple because I Ooh, go okay. I go up to like the maple area, like up Vermont. No, like here. Like, oh, like more like Lake Placid, like, like Adirondacks. Well, like Medina actually has really good maple. Roots. Okay. Um, but anyways, I went up there and I got maple syrup and stuff, but they also had maple whiskey. So I have that and I feel like you would enjoy it because it's not a strong whiskey taste at all. It actually tastes very, very sweet. Okay. Um, what's the, what's the brand or the company? I'd have to look at it and then show you, uh, tell you next week, but it's, it's like local. It's a Medina company. I'll have to check that out. They also have a mead. I also bought a mead. I've I've had uh, who was it that made um, uh, somebody I, I can't remember who uh, made their own mead like made their own. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, and it can be strong. See, like I said, if when I drink, it's I'll go out. I'll have like maybe a glass of wine every so often, or red a wine? drink. Red wine, yeah. or like a drink, like for dinner. But then a, a drink somewhere at a bar. Like I, I'm, I rarely go out. Yeah. Um, I'll go out with coaches every now and then. You know, whether it's after a meeting, after um, uh, after a invite, or after a game, after the award ceremony, after the award ceremony, during the award ceremony, after this. <laughs> That's one thing I never understood is you get some coaches. And again, nobody that I know, nobody that I've I've ever coached with, but you get some coaches that you hear stories of them getting like lit, like yeah. drunk, whether it's at a uh, at their banquet or at uh, there was in a story. This was probably a good ten years ago, where it was a local high school. I, th- I want to say it was in Georgia, where they brought their football team. Part of their end of the year banquet was going to. Um, a college football game. Okay. You know, they brought the team to a college football game and apparently like the one of the coaches on the coaching staff like got like ripped. Like just 
like drunk, like where they had to like security was borderline ready to like throw them out. Yeah. How can you be that stupid? Like at what point, whether it's before the first drink, like a it's it's still a school event. Right. You're with kids. You shouldn't be drinking at all. If you are, don't you think, all right, I'm going to nurse one beer the entire game? Yeah. Like, at one point in your brain, do you think, probably shouldn't be having this second beer, really shouldn't be having this third beer. The six-pack I just killed, okay, I probably should stop after that. Well, I mean, I've only had a 12-pack. I'm not I mean, driving. <laughs> at some point, don't you just, like, Wow. Yeah, or at least disguise it. Like, <laughs> it's just, you know, people are stupid, but it happens. But speaking of drinking, when I was younger, my man here was drinking a a, a doctor, no, not a doctor, a, a Coke, not a Coke Zero, a Mountain Dew Zero pitch black soda. <laughs> <laughs> I really had to concentrate to say that. <laughs> Uh, are you referring to me? Yes. Man over here is drinking it. Listen, I uh, before I came in here, I stopped by CVS or whatever, got a – I didn't – I saw the pitch black, saw the zero, so zero sugar, didn't see any other pitch blacks on there. I thought maybe they only made it in zero sugar. Kind of thought, never, never heard of Mountain Dew pitch black. I like the code red. I like the the blue one. I think it's what Voltage. Volt. Um and then the orange one Livewire. Is no, that screw the, the orange one? Is that what the, it's called Livewire? Regular. Though? It goes code red, voltage, regular. Pitch black's not bad. And then I don't know what the orange one is. Oh um, no, no. Baja Blast is in there too. Baja Blast is, is good. But that's what Mountain Dew over the last like five years has kind of gotten like every flavor around the rainbow. Like they've they've really Baja Blast used to be like just like a like a Taco Bell staple. Yeah, yeah. it's good. My my favorite out of the Mountain Dews is Code Red. Um, which again, apparently Mountain Dew is like like all pops are not good for you, but apparently Mountain Dew is like one of the worst. Yeah, pops for you. My niece drinks it a lot, and she's five. I. The, uh, I used to work with uh, Miss M, Miss Musatelli, at uh, School Seventy Nine, and she she would get so pissed off at me anytime I would be drinking like a Mountain Dew, because our vending machine didn't really have a ton of selection for pop in the yeah. in the faculty room, but so I would usually get the Mountain Dew, and she'd be like, like one time she slapped it out of my hand, <laughs> she's like, that's so bad for you. So, yeah. it which it is. It is horrible. Oh, yeah. it's, it's it's bad. I mean, so, like, I like to stick to mostly teas. But I was looking at it. The teas have just the same amount of sugar. If not, some of them have more. Yeah, I know. But, like, um, there's a lot of other stuff in pop, though. That's oh, yeah. In, in tea. I guess the teas are. And I like the Lipton, the Lipton uh, lemon and the peach. I like the Arizonas. The Arizonas are good, too. Um, but anyways, you know, you're drinking this and first off it's purple. Um, but it, it, I had to inform Larry that that was not a strictly zero drink. Yes, I did not it, know it that. It is a regular drink that, you know, back in my youth, I think I was 
this was back when I used to not have a car and I'd have to walk down to the gas station from my house and get stuff and then walk all the way back. Um, I was a very fit kid. Um, but we'd get stuff and I saw that there is a Mountain Dew voltage. This was, this was like back during like Wilson Farms days. When Wilson Farms was a thing, Wilson Farms. Yeah, wow, that used to be the rest the rest stop next to my house. When did they close? Was that like early tens? Yeah, or did it even not make it to tens? Or maybe not. I, I don't know. Wilson Farms. Yeah, I miss Wilson Farms. I'm telling you, and no offense to Starbucks or Tim Hortons or anything, Wilson Farms. Even now, the Seven Elevens. I love their cappuccinos in the cappuccino machines that they have. I l- I'm telling you nothing beats um now there's 2011. Now, 2011 when they shut that sounds about right. Nothing beats like Wilson Farms or now the 711 cappuccinos. Like Never the ones one. Oh my god, really? Yeah. Like the ones that you'd go in there, you'd put the cup under and you'd push the button and you'd like watch it like fall down. Are you like a big coffee person, cappuccino person? I used to be, yeah. I'm telling you, you got to go there. I usually, like, I'll mix and match. I'll push, like, the, they have, like, hot cocoa, uh, French vanilla is always there. Um, sometimes they'll have, like, a caramel macchiato thing or whatever that's there, or caramel. And then they'll have, like, a seasonal flavor. Like, it's pumpkin spice, whatever. I'll usually go with the French vanilla about halfway up. Hot cocoa, and then usually it's either those two or sometimes I'll get the caramel in there. And then you put like they have the, like the little creamers you can put in there. Oh my god, it is magical, and it's way better than Starbucks. And it's like a dollar ninety nine as opposed to Starbucks, which I think now it's is like, like thirty five bucks for a grande. <laughs> I I had coffee from a Tim. This is this is this is how this is an old phrase, but I got. Coffee. Get a cup of Joe. I got coffee from 7 Eleven in 2012. First time getting coffee from 7 Eleven. My buddy who walked to school every day picked me up a cup and it was a blueberry coffee. He put nothing oh, in yeah. it. Nothing in it. It was straight black. All right. So black blueberry coffee. And it was in the cups that were advertising for the campaign between Barack Obama and Mitt Romney. <laughs> So I don't I think mine had like Barack Obama. No, mine had Mitt Romney on it. And like I was walking around Clarence High School drinking a coffee and in ninth grade with a Mitt Romney coffee cup. That's fantastic. And I hated every minute of it cuz that coffee cuz it was black tasted terrible to me. That's fantastic. It it was just so gross. But I keep getting digressed. Back to the pitch black was a thing when I was younger. It first, like, I remember it came out and I was so. Pitch black came out way back then? Yeah. When I was a kid, I had to be in middle school. What? You're, this thing, this pitch black flavor is like 10, over 10 years ago? That's when I remember seeing it. Really? Yeah. And then they got rid of it. I thought this was like. Brand new. Relatively, yeah, like within a year. Well, I remember seeing it when I was in middle school. Wow. And the original Pitch Black, not that not the zero. zero. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. And um, Somebody had a little Pitch Black there. 
dude, you were saying my first one's weak, and I'm like, trust me, they will come. <laughs> um, and I was always afraid to buy it. Like I couldn't b- think of buying it because I thought I had to get. I was going to get ID'd because <laughs> I thought like if I was eight, <laughs> if I wasn't eighteen, I'd I wouldn't be able to buy a pitch black because like I didn't know why it looked different than the rest. And then it 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 became the same kind of thing with like the energy drinks. Like I thought I was going to get ID'd. And turn, I mean, like energy. I thought that was the equivalent of an energy drink. Well, some of those energy drinks do look like they had, like, like usually, <laughs> usually they're like they're like right next to the beer section. Yeah, and I'm not talking like. And then the four locos. Some people don't know the four locos have alcohol in it. I never heard of a four loco. You've like, never heard of a four. What loco? is that? Like a Red Bull with beer? A four loco. The original Four Loco is illegal now. It's illegal. It was. It was a. It was created by frat dudes. It, it is. It is like combining two Red Bulls and a crap ton of vodka. So and what is it like? A, in a like tall a, in a tall boy. What is it like? A hard lemonade or something? No, it's like a hard energy drink. But the problem was they put so much caffeine to it that a lot of people would chug them and it would give them heart arrhythmias and stuff like Jeez. that. So the original formula for Four Loco is illegal. There are Four Locos now that are not as strong, but they still are. Here, let me, th- th- and it was created by frat guys. Um, that sounds like. What was that stuff that it was? Uh, I think we called it like party punch or whatever. Oh, ba- jungle juice. Jungle juice. Well, basically, at the end of the night, you're just throwing whatever whatever bottles of alcohol you have together in like one big yeah. thing. It's a malt. It's a malt beverage. Jesus. Um, you have to go on their website. You have to clarify that you're 21 and older. So they're still making this stuff. Well, yes. So it it is not as bad as it was. Um, so basically they revamped the whole product. Um, how old are these things for locos? Yeah. Um, I feel like this is, I feel like we should be doing like a, uh, a drinking podcast right now. (laughs) This one's we're coming in hot a little long here. How strong? Okay. Four locos are fourteen percent. Yeah, I'm not messing with four locos. And a and a tall boy. So it's a tall can. They're fourteen percent. You give me one four locos, I'll be on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know what, what was it? Oh, let's look up the wiki let's see it on the Wikipedia. Uh Debuted in 2005. Okay. Came out in 2005. Um, it's available in 49 states and 21 countries. What's the one state it's not available in? Does it say? No. <laughs> that's it. Um, I feel like that's a marketing ploy, like banned in two states. Well, I mean, so realistically, okay. They're, they're founded by a couple guys that graduated from OSU. Um, who were part of the Kappa Sigma fraternity. Um, and many of their original drink blends were created in the fraternity mansion's basement and party room. 
created down in the laboratory exactly. of the of the fraternity. For, fraternity. They had enjoyed caffeine mixed with alcohol and recalled buying Thai energy drinks from a nearby Asian market to sell to other students at markup, claiming that they were importing stuff from abroad. They late they would later describe themselves as our own target market. Um. <laughs> So they designed a prototype, which was known as an energy beer, which became known as Four Loco. Um, it, it like which uh, the drink contained terrine, yeah, grana, yeah, caf- caffeine and wormwood. Wormwood, yeah, wormwood's the stuff that um, you make abscess, absinthe, whatever that the, the supposed psychoactive ingredient yeah. in absinthe. After years, the company was running low on investments, decided to drop the wormwood, <laughs> focusing instead on improving the flavor and increasing the alcohol content. So realistically, originally when this when this beverage was created, it was terrible. Like, it was bad for you in many ways. Did you ever see Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. I just picture Spicoli and one of his, one of his, like... Friends down in their basement creating four locos. I mean, you look at the can; it looks sketchy. You hear about the backstory of it; it it, it makes it even more. Sketchy. How did this thing even get on the shelves? I don't know. And how is it still on the shelves? It's been around for eighteen years. God bless America. I mean, look at look at the same thing with Coke, though. Coca Cola had cocaine in it for medical purposes. Yeah, it was a medical. It was a. It was a pain reliever. Yeah. And yet, that's still on the shelves. Well, obviously, they took out the cocaine. I hope. (laughs) They did. That's what they say. They did. But that's what they say. Oh, boy. But no, I used to be afraid of buying the pitch black. And then when I started buying energy drinks, because my sister used to drink amps, which are no longer a thing, by the way. They don't make those anymore? Amps are mixed, are, are, are part of Mountain Dew. Really? Yeah, amps were just like an energy drink. Oh Mountain yeah, Dew. yeah, yeah. And now they're just Mountain Dew stuff. But you know, I used to buy that, and instead of having my mom find it, I used to bring it out to my backyard and put it under a tree in a bag and wait until she'd go to work, and then go <laughs> out and grab it. And when I was done, I would chuck the cans back <laughs> into the woods. So most kids would like you know sneak out at that age to like drink a beer. You're sneaking out to drink energy Mountain drink. Dew energy drinks. Yeah. Hey, I was a good kid, kind of. I mean, like, I, I mean, in realistic, I feel. Hey, I have a heart condition, so technically that is. Oh well, bad. then you shouldn't be anywhere near those things. No, but... nobody should be near those things. I was never. I never got into the energy drink craze or whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd have a Mountain Dew, or uh, I did remember the Mountain Dew amps. I think I had a Monster once. I love sugary drinks, sugary stuff. Even those things were just too much. I'm a big Red Bull guy. Even No, Red Bull tastes like cough syrup to me. I love it. I had a substitute teacher. Red Bull long... gives doesn't give me wings. Red Bull gives me heartburn. I... <laughs> Uh, Red Bull gives me indigestion. <laughs> Pretty much. No, I had a substitute teacher, like a, a long-term sub for my sixth grade science class, and she crushed Red Bull every day. And and she was – I would not 
she was maybe like a buck twenty, soaking wet, and she was just pounding large cans of Red Bull each day. Like she would like slam them on my desk because she's so twitchy. <laughs> The only thing I did for a while, I, I don't know if they're energy drinks or whatever, you know those Starbucks, um, like the 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 caffeine ones, yeah, like the double double shot, triple shot, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I always liked the um, Starbucks double shot uh, mocha. I think it was okay. Um, I remember the first time I had one. I was actually on the bus ride. Uh, I had stopped by a convenience store before. Uh, a soccer game. We had an away game. I think we were way down at Luport. And I was on the bus and I bought, I think I bought two of them. I don't know why. I think it was like uh, one of those like buy one, get like, you know, for like, you can either buy one for I think one, like get 240. One for the same price. Yeah. Like buy one for 240 or you can get two for like 350, something like that. But anyways, I got two of them and I'm about ready to, to open the one. And I just mentioned to Jamie, I'm like, you know, I hope these things taste good. Did you ever have one? And she looks, she's like, no, but they've got, like, a lot of caffeine. And I'm like, like I think I'll be fine. And she's like, are you going to drink the whole thing? I'm like, yeah, I should be okay. So I just remember by the time we – I finished it by the time we got off the bus. And I definitely had, like, that handshaking, jittery, like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, I – so I've, I got off the bus, and I'm, like, fired up – like wired, ready to go. I'm like, all right, girls, let's warm up. Let's go. Like the kids could look at me like, coach, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Oh, dude, I'm good. Best, I'm good. That's the best feeling in the world. I was a little being that wired. I, I, by the time, by the time uh, the game started or whatever, I, you know, come down a little bit. I didn't like that. Like if I was getting ready to play in a game, like, all right, give me that fired up feeling. After like the older, I got, I'm like, dude, this is, this is too much. <laughs> No, it's a great, like I didn't need that. It is a great feeling. I used to. This was how I. I stopped drinking coffee every day. I used to drink like two to three cups of coffee a day. I used to get like double shots of espresso and all my coffees, all that kind of stuff, and then like crush Red Bulls. No. So uh-uh. I stopped. I stopped drinking coffee in the summer. I picked the worst time to do it when I was doing the my lifeguard training because I was so gassed every day. But I just refused to drink any sort of caffeine for like a solid week. Kick the habit, and now like periodically I do it. But, like, sometimes, and my girlfriend knows this, like, before I go to coach gymnastics, like, I'll crush a Red Bull. And if that's, like, the highest amount of caffeine that I've had that entire week, I will get the feeling. And, and you know, I come in there, and I am just, like, just, like, jittery of all. all. But before I stopped drinking coffee and gave up the caffeine, I could I could do surgery on like two Red Bulls and two shots of espresso because I was that calm. The caffeine stopped affecting me, which was pretty pretty bad. See, that's the one thing. When I was in my 20s, I was, again, I wouldn't drink a ton, but I was drinking like a lot of the cappuccinos or or uh, coffees, stuff like that. It had gotten to a point, though, where I I would drink a cappuccino if I needed to stay up, and it would... Start having the reverse effect on me. Yeah, it would make start you tired. Like, yeah, it would start putting me to sleep. Yeah, basically, which in turn made me go grab another cup of coffee. And I'm like, dude, why am I like? I had yeah. three cups of coffee yep. in the last hour. Why am I ready to pass out? Like I'm asleep. Yeah, no. So I literally stopped. Like after that, I stopped drinking coffee for probably a good year, and then it kind of, you know, it 
you lost your tolerance yeah, to it. Yeah, and it, it got that effect back. But, man, no, for a while, it was putting me to sleep. Yeah, no, like, back in the day, there's there's no way that, like, I, I, could, I could crush, like, two, two Mountain Dews and then go to bed. Yeah. And sleep through the night. Yeah, that's how I was with cappuccinos. <laughs> it like, I, so bad. I, there'd be times I'd sit up, I whether I was watching TV, whether I was reading, whether I was do, doing whatever. I would. It was not uncommon for me to either have uh, a Mountain Dew or a, a Pop or a cappuccino or both at like midnight, and still be at bed by like twelve thirty, one o'clock, and yeah. like sleep yeah. through the night, like oh, not yeah. jittery at all. Now, now I couldn't do it. Oh God, no! If I did that, I'd be wired. now. If I have a, if I have coffee before, like or after eight o'clock, I'm like up for the rest of the night. Oh gosh, you're one of those people. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad, but I, I still, I'll really on the way before work, I'll usually stop by either Starbucks, Tim Hortons, Seven Eleven, or whatever they're called now. Um, I'll grab a coffee or a cappuccino and. That's usually I'm usually good for the rest of the day. Although the one thing that I will have every so often, I'll grab one of those five hour energies. Nope, I've never had any problem with those. I love those. Ugh, they're so gross. I don't. I think they is that their thing. They don't have caffeine or as mo- as much as a caf- a cup of coffee. Is that what their the thing is? Yeah, I don't know. Like very little caffeine, but whatever it is, I love those. I don't get jittery off of those. I don't get. I remember when they came out. I a five hour energy. I wish they would sponsor us. I love those things. Talk to them, but I don't want it. They are fantastic. Well, I mean, don't get all right. Let me rephrase it. I've had five hour energy, and yes, it does work, but I just don't think the taste is good. See, I like the berry flavor. That's just it. It actually tastes. It actually tastes pretty decent. I've they've never got, had the berry flavor. Now they've got. Uh, well, they've had several different flavors, but uh, I usually get the berry flavor. I mean, it. I mean, it tastes. Fine. It tastes. It, it tastes good. It tastes like berries. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Now my my pre workout and it doesn't taste sugary at all. My pre workout tastes like cough syrup. Ugh. Yeah. You like you crush that at five thirty in the morning, and you I don't know, and you're just like pressing six twenty five. <laughs> feel great, but you know, <laughs> I I if. If I'm going to school, like, to teach, I never do any caffeine. See, I'll just have, like, a, an obligatory cup of coffee or a cappuccino. I go hard. It. I go hard. I don't even do any sort of thing like that. I just, I just, because uh, I used to have to, like, have coffee with me every morning. But I don't even do that anymore. Oh, I know there are a lot of teachers. Um, I'm not going to name any names because I don't want to get anybody mad at me. But I know a lot of teachers um, that... They they can't function without a cup of coffee, which and is a, and which is it's not a, in teachers. There's a lot of people. It's bull. You can definitely function without coffee. You just have to stop drinking coffee for at least a week. Yeah, but listen, it's coffee's as addictive, if not more addictive, than any drug, alcohol. It's I not mean, the it coffee. Is, it's the caffeine. It, the caffeine. Well, whatever you want to call it, caffeine, coffee. It's still addictive. Caffeine is an addictive drug. Caffeine yes. is an illegal is a legal addictive drug. It sure is, and you know, it is what it is. But you can stop drinking, just coffee. like you can stop anything. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I, mean, you, 
I don't know. It, it it is what it is, but it's don't get me wrong. There's a lot of flavored coffees out there that I love. I I mean I love. That's why I like the cappuccinos because it's got the sugar. It's got typically they're flavored whether it's French vanilla, mocha, caramel. I'm not a if I have a cup of coffee, I have to have at least two or three creams in it and probably three or four sugars in it. That's fair. I mean, like to be honest, I probably will get a cup of coffee on my way to work tonight. Okay. But granted, it's I don't do well. like if I'm moving around and stuff, I wouldn't need it. Even if it's at even though it's like at 8:45 at night and I'll be there for like an hour and a half. If I was moving around, I'd be fine. If I'm sitting there listening to somebody, I'm tired. Yeah. So I need it just to function to stay awake. Especially for indoor track season when we're getting just to the bus, just to the school. We're sometimes getting to the school at 530 in the morning or 6 in the morning so that we can catch a bus, drive an hour and a half for a track meet. If I'm not it, it, typically like uh, Dan, Tim and I, we won't really have the coffee. Sometimes we'll have the coffee on the bus. Yeah. If not, we're definitely, that's the first stop that we're getting, where we're going when we get into the facility at Houghton. Right when you tell the bus to stop, you're like, right here, guys. Pretty much. We're like, all right, go start warming up, start getting everything. And we like uh, just go to the concession stand, grab a cup of coffee, load it up with cream and sugar, at least for me, and like drink it. If not, I'm going to be a zombie for the rest of the meet. Like, I, I've got to have... Something again. I I shouldn't say got to because I don't have coffee at every meet, but it just no. I get you, you when you're that early in the morning. You got it. You got to have it. I, I mean, it just keeps you going. You don't have to. Don't have to. Have to is a strong word. Coffee's for people who don't have adrenaline. No. Now, granted, if it's a big meet or a big game, yeah, I'm fired up no matter right. what. Oh, all right. So speaking of big games, oh, go ahead. Oh no, continue. No, I was just going to talk about the Sabers, how they blew it again yeah. last night. Yeah. How do you not? That's an all right. They're they're what five points out. Dude, we're not making it. But well, what are they out? Five points out from Pittsburgh. Maybe. Columbus got zero points. Philadelphia zero points. Montreal got one out of two. There's your five points right there. There's your playoffs right there. These are all recent games within the last, like, two weeks, three weeks. Those are all non-playoff teams. In fact, I think Montreal is still worst in the East or second worst in the East. Columbus is worst in the East. And Philadelphia is bottom, maybe the third worst, maybe the fourth worst. All three non-playoff teams. Philadelphia, they got destroyed like pretty badly. Columbus they lost by 4 to 3. They gave up 4. Montreal what was the final last night 4 to 3 in the shootout. Yeah. Just come on. Those are points you need. Yeah. I mean, come on. And I get it. Even if they do somehow, I think I think the latest um uh, percentages have them at like a 7%, 6% chance of making the playoffs. I know if they make it somehow, 
they're going to get destroyed by Boston. But come on. It is, they, it's, no, they, they hold their own destiny in their hands and they're blowing it. It's just it's just how it will be. There is, I mean, there is no reason this team should not be in the playoffs with the way they are scoring. There's no way. And they had ample opportunities. There's no way you lose to Montreal. You lose to Columbus. You lose to Philadelphia. Columbus, I think it was it was long enough ago where if they had won that game, they would have gotten back into the playoffs. I know at one point for like, I don't know, what was it, six hours, they were officially in the playoffs because they won, but Washington had a game later on that day or whatever, and then Washington won and kicked them back out. Yeah. But there was like a, a six-hour window that they were in the playoffs. It's, man, they are fun to watch. I'll give them that. And it has been a fun season, but it, it, it's, it, it's rough. It's just, it's like losing, it's like the Bills losing to Houston with a playoff game on the line. Like, with a playoff berth in the line. It's like, you you, you just got to get the wins. Yeah. You got to get the wins, but realistically, you need you need to keep goals out it's like buffalo that was it uh two years ago when they lost to jacksonville when jacksonville was oh and 10 i think coming into the game or or one and nine coming no that was urban meyer's year when jacksonville was i think oh and nine and buffalo got beat what was it six to three or nine to six one of the ugliest games in nfl history yeah and if they had won that game they would have been like they would have gotten the top seed that year. Yeah, that was a bad game. But really bad game. It's over. It's done with. It is over. I still I mean it'd be nice if they could get to ninety points. It'd be nice. Ninety points won't get them into the playoffs. But it'd be nice just to say, hey, we got to ninety points, we got to ninety two points. I think if they win out they can max out at ninety five. I mean it would be it'd be Something good to look at for the future. That's about it. Yeah, it'd be fun to say they're finally done. I guess they can still they can still win out, get to ninety five. Ninety five could get you in, but a lot of things have to go. You're right. talking. They still got nine games, winning nine games in a row. If you look at their schedule, though, the only realistically hard games they have is the next game, which I think is tomorrow against the Rangers. And then after that, if it's not after that, it's shortly after that, they have Carolina. Yeah. Carolina and the Rangers would be the only two tough games. I think they have another one against Philly coming up. I think they end the season with Columbus. I think they have Washington in there. Um, I want to say maybe they have another Florida game. I'm not sure. Or is it Detroit? I don't know. They're all winnable games. Even the Rangers, winnable. Carolina, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Although I think they they might have beat Carolina in the earlier part of the year. But they're just on their way to extending their losing streak or or not the losing right. streak, their their playoff drought. For what is that, year thirteen it'd be? Somewhere around there. Because their last playoff appearance was like twenty eleven. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. 
10, 11, 12. 12. It would, be, it would be either 12 or 13. I can't remember to be exact. Too long. Too long. Too I- long. Especially in a league where half of your teams make the playoffs. Before the before the two expansion teams, it was more than half of your teams in the right. league made the playoffs. And then you had a year during the COVID bubble where, what was it? Was it 12 teams in your division? Yeah, and we didn't and make we that didn't either. make it? It's just... They're like, here here you go. Here's here's a... It's like, basically, everybody makes it except you, you, and you. You guys still can't make it. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, we're trying to give... We're trying to give playoff berths there, and you still can't. All you it. need to do is say... I want in the playoffs, and you're in. Yeah. Pick a number between one and two. Or pick a number between one and three. Pick a number between one and one. Five. Uh, nope, you missed the playoffs. You're out again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen. I ew, s- look at that Colts jacket. It's a nice Colts jacket, but still, ew. Is, is that the starter jacket? Uh, not the OG one, no. Where'd you get it? Ooh, all right. An official indie. I love those classic starter jackets for the teams. Back from the 90s? Those were fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, they're going for big money nowadays. I could sell mine, but I'm not going to. (laughs) I could, but I don't want to. You know, we'd probably have some Danny Myers. Oh, yeah. No, he's probably selling them. I bet you he'd sell them. Matt, we'll have you hook you up with Danny Myers. He might have a Colt starter jacket for you for sale. All right, we'll uh, we'll talk. As long as the price is good, I don't know about the price, but yeah, no, he's probably going to mark that <laughs> stuff up pretty well. But yeah, no, those starters were classy. Oh, they were clutch. Like I would take that way, not just because they're vintage, just because I think they're better quality than like the stuff they have today. They kept you warm. Like they were, they were big jackets. They were hefty things. Um, and the hats were cool too. I agree. Like that they would wear on the sidelines. I agree. I thought the hats were cool. Um, not, not not like this crap they have on now. I don't I don't think it's anything cool. The one thing that that annoys me with uh, sports hats nowadays is when you have like the straight brimmed hats. Like you're not supposed to bend them or whatever. Oh, you don't that, like that? No. Are you kidding? The flat rims? Yeah, the flat. No. Are you kidding? That that was the first thing we did back in the day when we got a new hat. We would literally spend like you know how when you get a baseball mitt, like you put the baseball in there and you like yeah. you know you got to wrap it up and this and that. We would get uh, baseball hats or whatever. We would fold the brim over and underneath so that you could get that perfect curve on the hat. And you're sitting there like all day, like just curving it or letting it sit there under the hat. Man, you had to work that curve in. Oh, yeah. It was worn in there. And it was comfortable, and it fit to the head. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. Got it. Now it's just the straight brimmed. No. 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 Well, I mean, not even that. I don't like the, like, I like the way those hats are designed because, like, you think of, like, here's the brim. Like, here's the rim, and then it goes on your head. And it's a little more spacious versus, like, the regular baseball cap that's, like, kind of slicked back more. 
You know what I'm kind of talking about? It's See, like, I like the ones though, that are slicked back. Like It just feels like, more comfortable on the head. I like the old 90s ones because the 90s ones snap back in the back, little like box in your head so it's not like pressing on your head and then a nice rim to it. I thought they were classy hats. The nice rim, like the curved rim? I mean, they weren't necessarily, they weren't flat, but they also weren't like like really bent in. See, I love the really bent in ones. I don't. I think that looks bad. I don't know if it looks because listen. If it looks bad, I I am not a fashion icon by any means. <laughs> Anybody could look at me and like, dude knows You're nothing two about different types fashion. Of socks. So, I, mean. I am. I've got a, a Dunder Mifflin pair of sock on the left and a tie dye sock on the right. It, I am not. I am a fashion misfit. Larry, me. I look for. I look clothes for like comfort, ability, and like wear. We not dress, like we dress differently. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, but I got these shoes for forty five bucks. They were, All right. they were $90. Where'd you get those? DSW at the Galleria. That oh, huge, I love that store. Yeah, got them at on the clearance rack, and their clearance was 62 with a 40% off of the 62 Okay. I was like, really? See, that's where I got to go. I'm all like, about getting the deals. Listen, you can be stylish and still spend less. I got to say, though, this weekend at Syracuse, this past weekend, I was proud of myself. I actually dressed like, like, I looked like. Do you dress presentable? I, I looked like I was. You were yeah, I, I supposed presentable. to be there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm proud of you, I guess. Listen, I was damn proud of myself. I wore jeans. That was probably the first time, I don't know, in at least. So some people you don't know in Syracuse get to see you in jeans, but a guy that has to see you every week doesn't? That was at least, that was definitely the the first time this year I've worn jeans. I usually wear jeans. You wear jeans once or twice a year. Funerals or weddings? No, no, no. I dress up nice for funerals and and weddings. I thought you were about to just say just for funerals. (laughs) Weddings, nah. I got my funeral jeans. No, I was just never, I'm never a big jean guy. In fact, I think I only have two pairs left. I only got one pair of jeans. Yeah. I'm not a big jean dude. I'm not a big jean dude. I don't like it when my, my, my flow is restricted. In fact, I am always in sweatpants. Not always. I'd say, yeah, pretty much always. If it's not sweatpants, then it's like just an old pair of shorts. Yep. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. And I still rock the Zubas. I don't have a pair of Zubas. How? I don't know. I just don't. You got to get them at Lauk's. I think they're like 30 bucks, 30, 35 bucks. It might be an investment. You got to get them at Lauk's. I might. I might. Um, no, you know how we, we haven't done any trivia in a, in a while. Let's do some trivia. I got some trivia for you. You got right? some trivia. Matt, you can even yeah, jump Matt, in on this trivia, on this trivia, trivia if you want. This is sport trivia. Okay. All right, All right. You, you got some queued up, Matt. I, I got, I got one, I got one thing queued up. So the first thing we're gonna do is say, "Boost me, hello." There it is. There, there, there you is. go. All right, all right. So we're gonna name. If you want, we could do just the top five, or we could try to guess all top ten of the most popular sports in the world. Let's go for top ten. Top ten. Top ten most so popular we're, sports. We're going off of like fan bases. All right. So like okay. largest fan bases. Do you want to go top down? Like oh, we got to get them in order. Well, no. Like, okay. do you want to? Tr- do you want? I know number one is soccer. Yeah, number one is number soccer one is definitely far. soccer. Okay. All right. So we're looking at world. Yeah, in the world, 
based on fan base. So, <laughs> so give you a reference. Soccer has four billion fans. Oh yeah, soccer is the world's most popular. Sport. So what? So so just the general sport. Yeah, I'm gonna go baseball too. Close cricket. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cricket's really up. Well, yeah. yeah cricket's yeah. a huge sport. See, that's why I want to say football, but is going to be like nine or ten. Like it's football's going to, yeah, yeah, football's going to be low because outside of the U.S., it's and really even Canada, not that it's, big there. No. Yeah. So soccer, cricket, baseball, baseball. I'm guessing number three. No, no, not even number three. No, basketball. No, no, basketball. I think is going to be like football. It's going to be lower. Well, oh, no, maybe not. The, they've got a lot of European Europe, leagues. Are big European leagues. Three. Um, boxing? No. Think Olympics. Swimming? No. Track and field? Winter Olympics. Skiing? Mm-mm. Bobsled? Curling. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see his reaction. Hockey? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah, with a lot, of the, a lot of the overseas teams, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I so always think of, like, the Winter Olympics and yeah. the big hockey. That's true. Yeah, they do have a lot of players overseas that come from over there, so Russia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so it's soccer. Cricket, hockey, then baseball? No. <laughs> How is this? <laughs> is it basketball? He said for, oh, hold on. No. Hold on. He said baseball for number two, and you said close. I meant in sport-wise. Because <laughs> cricket's close to baseball, I think. If we're like number 10, baseball, no. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed off. Let me, let me just clear. Baseball will be eight. All right. That is not close That's to number not two. Close <laughs> I was meeting in sport, not in placement. Jeez Louise. Matt, your name your name is Adam, right? Yes. Close. Close. <laughs> yes. Close. Uh, All right. All right. So, so again, just to recap. Soccer. Yep. Cricket. Yep. Hockey. Hockey. Yep. Did we do four yet? Oh. No, we're on four. Not baseball. <laughs> Is four basketball? No. I wonder if basketball makes the top. Um, this one's not a full like team sport. Tennis? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Four is tennis. Five. Baseball. No. <laughs> uh, five. I must see rugby. Mm. Wrestling. Mm. You you do play it in a gym though. Dodgeball. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, volleyball. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Top five most popular? Yeah. Ooh. I do love volleyball. Volleyball with 900 volleyball million cool fans. I was going to say, it's cool. To, it's really fun to watch. See, now, favorite, better type of volleyball, beach volleyball or, like, gym volleyball? Beach. Like, beach, I'd say, is better, fun to play. My I, ACLs. Yeah. Like, I, like, I never tore my ACL, but I just feel like trying to jump in the sand. In the sand? It's just... Just right for, but diving true. I feel is a it lot is more forgiving. F. Oh, absolutely! Just yeah. Go for it, YOLO. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I don't> want... <laughs> oh, dude, you like those skid knees? Ugh, those are like worse than cutting yourself. <laughs> All right, so we're at number six. Yep. Number six. Yep. Um, this one has the name of one of the ones we already mentioned in it. So, ball, basketball, no, cricket ball. <laughs> Again, think Olympics, but the summer ones. Track and field? Basketball. No. <laughs> that one's basketball. Um, field hockey. No. 
Another another more individual sport. Bad swimming. Mm-mm. Boxing? No. No. If you watch this in the Olympics, it's like baffling of how fast they go. And like track how, is that track? Like yeah. how back and forth it can be. Ping pong. Kind of, yeah, table tennis. All right. Yeah. Those table tennis people are like freaking crazy. I know. <laughs> they do like flips and stuff. They just don't move, but they can get it. <laughs> Balls of fury. Yes. All right. So that's six. All right. Seven. You've already said it. Swimming. Track and field. Track and field. No. One's of like one of your first guesses. Basketball. Basketball. Yes. Okay. Eight is baseball. Eight, eight is baseball. Eight is baseball. Nine. Is did football make the top ten? Mm. Is nine football? I don't think. I don't think so. There's no way. No. There's Football's no way. not on here. Nine. Hmm. Have we said this one? Yeah. Wrestling. No. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wrestling's not on here. This is ho- this is horse crap. <laughs> <laughs> I was if you if you said we didn't say it, I was going to say like something? racing or something like like car racing. Another team sport. These guys are like gladiators. If you watch them play, rugby. Yeah, rugby's. Yeah, rugby. Rugby's rough. Those are different people. And number ten, golf. Yeah, look at you. All right, <laughs> right out of the gate. All right, really golf. Yeah, four hundred fifty million fans. They do a lot of tournaments all over the world. North they America, do. Western Europe, and East Asia. Maybe regions. it's my ignorance, but I've always seen it as like America and then England. <laughs> and that's pretty it. much. That's... I mean, I'm not a golf person at all. Yeah. All right. Okay. You got another one lined up? I do. All right. This one's not trivia. This is more ranking on your own. But we're going to do this blindly. All right. So you're going to say, so out of five, I'm going to give you five different types of of TV shows, all right? Okay. Five all right. different types of TV shows? Yeah, five different TV shows. Okay. And you're going to rank them one through five, but you don't know what's going to come after the one I say. Okay? So you're just going to blindly blindly rank them. Okay. So we know there's going to be five, mm-hmm. and we just... Okay. Yep. All right, I like this. So you don't have to say, like, the first one I say does not have to be one. You can okay. put it anywhere. Any- okay. But it can't move after that. Gotcha. You got, it? you got it? Now, do we all have so. to agree, or like he no. gets his own five, you get, you your, get, your, own, own? Okay. You get your own? Gotcha. All right? Okay. All right. I, I won't do it because I know the ones I'm going to say. All right. First one, The Walking Dead. Out of five, where would you put it? I can't say it. that I've never I've never watched it, okay. so I'll put it at five. Yeah, I'll put it at five, too. Okay. Next one. We're going to do The Office. Ooh. I wish I knew what the other. I was gonna say exactly. That's, that's, yeah, that's this challenge. I'm gonna say I'll go with two. I was just gonna say I'm gonna say two because I'm gonna leave wiggle room for one. Ooh. I'm gonna say two. All right, I'm saying two. All right, that is solid though. That could easily be a number one. It could be. It could be. All right, this one. This one's a little. <laughs> They're not great TV shows, but I just want to see them. All right, so maybe The Office should have been one. <laughs> so, well, think about it. Think about it. So you already put five as The Walking Dead. Yeah. Jersey Shore. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Six, four, <laughs> ten. It has to be four, which realistically you're saying is better than The Walking Dead. I mean, I've watched Jersey Shore, so I guess that's yeah. uh, so five, four. All right. Um, 
How about... All right, we're going to do this one. So we already did Walking Dead, The Office, Jersey Shore. How about we're going to do... I want to say... Let's do Reno 911. Oh. I don't want to say number one, but then the next show has got to be number one. I do like Reno 911. That's a funny show. I'm going to say three. Yeah. Three? I've got to say three. All right. Well, actually, good good job. You didn't put it in number one. I'm going to say uh, South Park. Oh, perfect. Number yeah. one. Look yeah, at that. That was made for us. You did that. Number one. Specifically <laughs> I for us. Say. I was going to say South Park. I should have said South Park earlier, but I knew you would put it at number yeah. one anyway. I almost caved and put Reno 911 at number one. <laughs> so did I. I was I like, would it, really it would upset that I had to put it South Park at three. The Maybe Office would have been a close. If The Office or South Park, it would have been a close, but I think South Park still would have got number one. I could have said Ted Lasso, and I know which oh, one. Ted, uh, yeah, that's number one. Never In heard. fact, I can't wait. The, n- the new episode comes out tomorrow. Did you know he was at the it. White House? Was he really? Yeah, that whole group went to the White House, and like he was asking journalists questions, and the guy who plays the fake journalist in the TV show was in there, and he picked the he picked that guy, Ted Krim, the yeah. Independent. Yep, 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 yep. I love it. All right, Matt, another one, or, we, or is that I could, I could do another? I got to get right for my. For I was going to say, guys, you guys do what you got to <laughs> do. You, you keep. Is that? Oh, Philip Rivers. Okay, I thought it was Matt Ryan for a second. I want to put that on a t-shirt Matt is trying to forget that Matt Ryan was ever an Indianapolis Colt Who's your quarterback now? We don't know Okay (laughs) Minshew Mania Bring it back, man Minshew Mania All right All right, we'll do one more One more All right I feel like we already did this We already did teams with the most uh, uh, um, Super Bowl runs like we went yep. like top five, okay, and we already did the Stanley Cup ones too. So I think we did the basketball one too. Did we do basketball? I think we did. We could do it again. All right, we could. All right, so top. We'll do top five. I think we did top three the first time. Do you know the answers? I can look them up. I'll ha- I'll I'll look them up. Okay. So top five. Top, top- five basketball teams with the most um, championships. I was. I forgot what they're – I think it's just the championship. I don't think it's – Actually, how about teams? We want to do top five basketball, like, score – like, leading scorers instead? Like players? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> we can try. All right. I don't know how many I'll Top get. five NBA leading scorers. I don't think I can right. get this in – I'm not going to look at it, but – Are we going for, like, actual order or just naming no, the five? No, just okay. any. Any five. Larry Bird? No, Larry Bird. Let's see. I Larry guess I'll I'll have to look at this. Larry Bird's probably not in it. Uh no. Uh, Wait, let me let me make sure I got the right list here because it doesn't. I don't know basketball players as well as I do teams. Okay, NBA history points leaders. Larry Bird? No, is not on that list. Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain just outside at number seven. Dang. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number two, right. 38,387. All right. Michael Jordan's not in there, is he? Michael Jordan is number five. Okay, he just squeaked in. He got with 32,292. Uh, Steve Nash? Nope. Not even in the top twenty-five. Magic Johnson. Uh, nope. 
One is a, I'll give you a hint. The, the top one is a current NBA player. Like that's still playing? Steph Curry? Come on. Hey, he drains threes. Um, current NBA player. LeBron James. Are you kidding me? The king with 38,469 points. I hate points. LeBron James. Uh, so you're missing. That's so you got like Patrick Mahomes hate. You got number one with James. You got number two with uh, Kareem. Kareem. Number five with Jordan. Number five with Jordan. So you're missing three and four, both former players. Both former players. What team did one um, for? One is with the Utah Jazz, and the other was an L.A. Laker. I feel like you're Kobe gonna, Bryant. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say I feel like you're going to get the Laker. Kobe okay. had three thirty-three thousand six hundred and forty-three points. So you just need number three. It's crazy how he's dead. Isn't that crazy? I know. Um, Utah Jazz. Um, he always delivers. It's Carmelo Anthony. No, he is the mailman. He played with John Stockton. Okay. Utah Jazz. He would have been in the Jordan era. I was going to say 90s Utah Jazz. I feel like I can picture their team in my head. I just don't know the names. And it wasn't Steve Nash. Who was was he? Was he like the... You got to know the mailman... Like, it was always him and Stockton. The mailman, Carl Malone. Oh! I was going to say, how did you not get that? Crap! Carl Malone. Dang, that's... All right, still not bad, though. Four out of five. Carl Malone. Forgot about him. No, but I could picture that entire team too, because like they were they were heavily in the in the fight with Jordan. Yeah, the Bulls. they were. In yeah, fact, yeah. they uh, that was two. That was two finals. Two final appearances. I think his last two mm-hmm. um, with the, Mailman and Stockton for the second three P. Yep. Yeah, those were some epic battles. Those were some hard fought ones. Like that's that's one thing I like about like hockey and base and baseball and basketball is that they're. Their playoffs are series. Yeah, it'd be you. It'd be ridiculous to do a football series, right, though. Because you it's can't so do demanding. it. But still, like I love the series play. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Adds more stress to the whole environment. Yep, and especially, I always love it when you see the team that's down o three. Yeah, and they come and back. Then, oh, you know, next thing you know, they're down by two games, down by one games. It's even. Yep, they win. Yeah, especially like when like they push it to the game seven, like that game seven becomes like everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Gotta love those game sevens. Tougher to win a game seven if you're the team that gave up the three zero lead, oh, yeah. or if you're the team that come back from the three zero deficit. Oh, definitely the one that. Well, it depends. Depends on like how like it goes, like um, you know, home field advantage wise, because. That definitely plays an advantage um, if you're thinking about basketball or hockey where it's very enclosed and the sound is very high. But I feel if you're coming back, are we saying like they come back from like three straight? Like Yeah. Okay. So if you were down, if your team was down 3-0. And then they come back three straight. Yep. I feel like the team that came back has the momentum now. I agree. Um 
If it's but, back and forth, I don't know. It's a hard one to call. I think, though, any Game 7, I think, especially for a player, if you're asking the player, would they like to be at home and wrap up a Game 7? Sure. But at that point, I don't think there's any right. home ice, home field, whatever, home court advantage. Wouldn't it feel great if you knocked them out in the Game 7 at their home? Yeah. Like I said, anytime I played a game or coached a game, I actually preferred being, being on the away. road. Yeah. I loved being, especially if you're the underdog. I loved being the underdog road team and coming away with a win. It was just, and it's as a coach, it's so easy to get your team fired up yeah. for that game. Be like, nobody thinks we've got a chance, and everybody's writing us off. Yada yada yada. Yeah, that that's the thing. Like, it's especially thinking about like you know, the, you know, coaches like um, Phil, um, Phil, Phil Jackson. Jackson yeah. Was you know, I bet he was the kind of guy that like thrived on that stuff. Oh, absolutely, and it worked. Well, did you see the uh, March Madness? The um, Fairleigh Dickinson coach before you know the sixteen team that knocked off Purdue. Yeah. Um, before the before the game, um, before the tournament even started, like during their uh, when they won the because they had to win the play-in game. Yeah. When they won the play-in game, they're like, you know. And I think we can beat Purdue. I think we match up well, and I think we can not. Like, he was telling his team in the locker room, and I guess he said, I don't care, whatever, show the footage to Purdue. I'll say, you know, I think we can beat them. I know we can beat them. Yada, yada. I love that. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that he even said, I don't care, fine. Tell them. Show them. Like, we're yeah. going to beat them. And he even said, he was like, because they asked him later, you know, after you, were you mad that that video game or that that video got out or that they saw it? He's like, no. He's like, we came here to win the tournament. We came, if we didn't come here to win the tournament, why the hell would we even be in the tournament? Why would you be in the playoffs? Why would you waste your time playing the game if you don't think and you don't expect to win? win?" Yeah. And I love it. And I love the fact that, because you, Nothing irks me more when you get an interview with a coach and you like they're asked a direct question and you get the obligatory, oh well, we're just so grateful to be here. We yeah. wanted to, you know, the other team's such a great deal. We we didn't think we were, you know, they they played hard, they played tough. We wanted, to, like sometimes it's just refreshing to hear a coach say, yeah, we won, and I thought we were going to win, and I knew we were going to win. Even I don't care. We were sixteen. We knew we were gonna beat this team. How do you feel after the loss? Yeah, we suck. Yeah. I know we sucked. <laughs> I wasn't expecting anything, and I, you know what? We lost. Yeah. We got outplayed. We are terrible. We got beat. We got beat bad. Guess who's not coming back this year? Next year, this guy. Because <laughs> I'm getting fired. <laughs> Already had the phone call. Actually, this is just more of an appearance for the for the media. Yeah. Where are you going to be next year, Coach? Well, after I get fired, I figure I'll do your job as a broadcaster because that's what coaches seem to do nowadays when they get fired. What do you see in the future, Coach? What do you think you're going to be doing next year? Probably trying to find an apartment for myself because I'm going to get fired and the kids are going to leave me. Yeah. The wife said if I go to another team that she's going to leave me. So, I'm sorry. What? This is too harsh. This is too real for your puppy dog world. <laughs> <laughs> in the Lawn Sports Center the next day, the coach of the Purdue whatever, went clinically insane yesterday. <laughs> it is no longer part of the The coach of What's the Matter You is out. 
Uh. For certain circumstances, he told the the head of the school to kiss where the sun doesn't shine (laughs) and then proceeded to walk out of the building. He was quoted as just leaving the building saying, playoffs, playoffs. <laughs> Some say he was intoxicated, but other references, according to the coaching staff and the players, say, nope, that's just him, and he's really depressed. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, All right, five hot seat questions. Let's get it. Let's go. Um, all right. Do you like the plastic or the, or the wire hangers? I have a personal, like a personal uh, uh, opinion. I, I don't really care about hangers. I'll be honest. If we go folding or hanging it up, I'd rather fold. Like I'd rather fold uh, the obviously dress shirts. You can't or whatever, but I'd rather like just fold shirts away only, as opposed I only to hang, hang them. Hoodies, hoodies and jackets. You hang those too. I hang hoodies and jackets. Those are the only two things I do hang. You don't hang, like, dress shirts or anything like oh, that? that yeah. yeah. But, like, I fold everything else. I usually fold my hoodies. Um, jackets I'll hang. Dress shirts I'll hang. Dress pants I'll hang. Socks. Everything I'll hang. Else, you hang socks? Don't judge me. <laughs> okay. And I like my wire hangers, especially if they're thick and sturdy. The wire hangers I do, they're more they're more moldable. I don't want them to be more moldable. I want them to be stiff so my stuff doesn't fall off. Yeah, but if they're too, like, especially if you got a, next thing you know, you're snapping a hanger because they don't bend enough to get the shirt in there. Or they don't bend, and then you're stretching out the neck hole of the shirt I to get it around the hanger. I to get it over my big head. Eh. Fair enough. All right. Question number two. Game seven. Would you rather be the team on the road, or would you rather be the home team? Game seven. The, I want to be the team that wins. All right, you win. Would you rather win on the road or win at home? I'm just happy that, you know. (laughs) Shut up. Both teams put in their hard-fought effort. The fan base is here. I I, I don't care where we are as long as we get the win. (laughs) They got a mighty taco here just like at home, so I really don't care. (laughs) Listen, I'd rather be the spoiler at home or on the road. I'd rather be the spoiler. I'd rather be the spoiler at home. And lose. (laughs) Like, none of you guys thought we'd win. (laughs) And we did it. No, I'd rather be on the road and I'd rather be on the road and win. I'd rather win in front of fans at home. It'd be fun, especially uh, game seven championship. No doubt, want to be home to win the whole thing. No, I well because then you like you. It depends though. If I'm coming in as the underdog, like you win the Stanley Cup away, and the only thing you hear in the background is like, "Woo." <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody else is leaving. You get the obligatory one fan. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Versus like an entire arena erupting. That is true. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I might switch at home. Who's the if guy it's cheering? if it's a game seven to get into the conf- or get into the Stanley Cup, I'll win that on the road and then win the cup yeah. at home. Yeah. All right. Question three. Who's that in the audience? That's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank the fan who came out to see us. Oh, my gosh. I think I told you this before the sidetrack. When I went to the Tampa Bay Lightning game and the Sabres absolutely manhandled the, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning, when they when Labushkin scored the game-winning goal in overtime, shorthanded after that flagrant foul that should have been called, but they didn't call it, um, 
like on the ice, it showed like him like scoring the goal, and you could hear like a bunch of people losing their mind. I was that person <laughs> from the three hundreds. You could hear me on that ice because that that arena was quiet. But um, all right, question three. Um, all right, would you rather? play football and catch a really hard pass bare hands in the cold so like really like hard rubber against your hands in the cold so like a josh allen bullet pass in the cold in the cold or soccer and you're getting cleated in the foot like barefoot no like in your cleats but somebody cleats you i'd rather get cleated I've been cleated, and it hurts. Do you have to catch it with your hands, or can you, like, body catch it? No, you catch it barehanded. <sighs> Both suck. Yeah. That's almost like asking, do you want to have a broken finger or a broken toe foot? Yeah. But that coldness really leaves a sting. I'd probably say I'd rather get cleated, even though I've been. That, that hurts. But it hurts. It. But I feel does. Like, but I feel like. I feel like it goes away faster. I feel like it goes away faster, and I feel like if you, especially like if you're catching a pass and you catch it at the wrong, like next thing you know, yeah. you've got like two deformed fingers that are going to be deformed for the rest of your yep. life. Plus the stinging. Plus the stinging. I feel like a, a cleat. You're not necessarily, if you get cleated, you're not necessarily going to break something. No. Um, I've been cleated on the top of the foot before. Oh, yeah. I feel like you've got a better chance of breaking something with the hand, like with the fingers, okay. than breaking something like if you're getting cleated with the foot yeah. or or on the toe. Um, the immediate, like, pain might... I feel like with the even with a bad cleat, unless you break something, I feel like... You know, maybe you limp around for like you know fifteen twenty minutes of the game, and then you're back. And then you're back. Yeah. So I'd I'd rather get cleated. Okay. Yeah. I'd rather get cleated. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. Interesting question for number four. Whatever the context of the fight is, whether it's a hockey fight, whether it's a boxing match, UFC, whatever. If you're, well, well actually, let's take it boxing or UFC. If you're in the match, mm-hmm. are you the guy that goes into the match talking trash in the interviews, talking, you know, I'm going to I'm going to eat his children. I'm going to beat it like just talking all kind of smack and bringing the controversy or are you the guy that's just like stone cold like just a man of few words like all right, you know, let's go. Like let's like just a man who's just like lets the other guy talk and like lets his his talking happen in the ring yeah i'm not a big big trash talker i used to be but i'm not anymore so you'd be more of like just the guy like the other guys like yelling at you like what do you got like what and you're just "Mm -hmm." yeah yep well because like he he needs something to psych himself up for but realistically like you get in the ring or something and like he he's jumping up around and like he's he's like really like getting in your head and stuff like that and, you know, I might not necessarily be engaged with it all until I get hit and then I get pissed and then I go at it. But I wouldn't be – I don't need to, like, talk. 
if any if anything like he's the one talking trash and i'm over there with my trainer and my trainer slapping me across the face to get me angry see i i would be i don't know if you remember chuck liddell yeah old school ufc fight like i could see i would if i was ever a ufc fighter or boxer whatever in a in a pro match i'd be him i would just come down to the like just no emotions. Like when you get in the ring, when you're ready, you're you know you're jumping around, you're fired up, but just this is business, you know. And you're in my way. I'm gonna take you down. I'm gonna beat you up, but I'm not gonna. You, go ahead, run your mouth, do yeah. whatever you got to do. After this three minute, five minute, whatever minute fight, like I'm gonna just shut you up with my fist. Yeah, that's it. Well, and then like, I guess part A of that question: Are you like a big talker after? Or no, I w- if if the guy was running his mouth like all week, all month, whatever to the lead up, absolutely, I'm blasting him afterwards. I'm like like I'm putting him on blast, totally. Like I'm just like yeah, where's that talk now? All that sh- all that sh- you know what I- I'm yeah. putting him on blast. If it's just like a fight, like you know there's mutual respect there's nothing maybe a little trash talking here and there but nothing nothing over the top nothing competitive nothing like where he's trying to get my goat it's just two guys i'm not going to put the guy on blast after i beat him you know i'll probably go over like this guy's a hell of a fighter you know was two warriors out like i'll give him respect you know cuz it was i feel like in boxing and fighting it's that's one of those things you know if you go in there you beat the hell out of each other. One of you wins, but hopefully you both earn each other's respect. Yeah. Type of deal. But oh yeah, if he's like the trash talker, if he's like if I've been listening to this guy for the last 3 months or 2 months of fight build up, like try to get at my goat and try to get me to in my head and whatever, then yeah, after I beat him, I'm like I'm going to enjoy rubbing it in his face. How about you? I, I, I don't know. I'm very – I try to show respect no matter what, even if, like, somebody's, like, really, like, chirping in my ear. It it depends on my mood. Sometimes I'm I'm very respectful, and then sometimes I'll just chirp back. And, like, even if we're losing, I will have no problem chirping the other team, like, at that point because it it makes them mad that I'm not, like, angry. Yeah, <laughs> like they're like, why are you, why are you so chir- like, why are you chirping me back? Because you're losing. I'd be like, I don't care. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to chirp for my team. I'm chirping to try to break you down. Yeah. Like, like I don't care that I'm losing. If you, if I, I want to destroy you mentally. <laughs> True. No, like I. Whatever the sport is, if you're respectful, even if it's a team sport, the other team's respectful. I mean. It's the beauty of sports. It is the beauty. Whether of sports. it's two teams or whether it's two individuals, somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. It's yep. not like you're going to. It's not like they're going to say. I mean, I guess there are draws in boxing matches, but it's just going to be. Listen, somebody's ultimately going to win. Somebody's ultimately going to lose. Yep. Um, if you play the game, and I'm not saying everybody has to be gentlemanly out there because it's sports. You're you're putting it all on the line. Um. But with me, if – and again, there's no line line. But if I deem that that person that I'm going against has crossed that line, I'm going to enjoy every minute of that victory. Yeah, that's fair. Even if I lose, 
I'll give I'll go give the obligatory like handshake. I'm not gonna ever snub anybody. Yeah. Like if even if you talked a whole bunch of crap and you backed it up and you beat me, I'm not gonna sit there and like pout about it and cry and just no and like walk away. Yeah. I'm still gonna go over and at least give you a handshake and hey, good job. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, exactly. Um sometimes that's the best thing. Like, yeah. People get mad and you're yeah. like But uh it's um no, if I win I'm definitely going to enjoy it, and I'm going to make sure you know that I'm enjoying every bit of that win. <laughs> Interesting. All right, question number four. Five. Five? Yes. Question number five. Um, If you had to be filled, like, in, like, a Fear Factor kind of way, if you needed to be filled in a tub of an insect, which one do you— Oh, no. Which one—you have to pick one. No. Which one would you— I'm pick? walking out of the competition. No, you can pick it. No. Yes. You no. Have to, you have to, so none, none whatsoever. I hate bugs, creepy crawlies. So do I, but I'm going to answer the question. Anything possible. Um, oh, ugh. Um, how much money are we talking? Because <laughs> if we're talking like 100 bucks, nope, I'm just walking out. See ya. Uh, 25 mil. 25 mil? Yeah. Have to do it for 10 minutes, though. And you gotta be covered? Yeah. But you can pick the bug. Like what? Up to your neck? Like, you lay and they pour it on you. From, like, your neck down. And you have to sit there. And my head will be free. Yeah, but your head is resting in the same pit. Your head is not elevated. Do worms count as bugs? Because I feel like worms can't bite. I guess. Yeah, I can I can say words work. Worms work. I'd say worms just because I don't think worms can bite. At least not through like skin. Okay. So you might be slimy and but for twenty five mil I'll deal with ten minutes of being like slimy. See that's why if it was like bugs. Uh, no. Um, I don't know. I don't know a bug that I would pick that would be like. I'd do crickets. See, I feel like crickets would be like, A, they'd be jumping all over the place, but I feel like they'd also like end up like crawling in your mouth or something. Eh, just keep your mouth closed. Or like biting. Don't they bite? I don't know. But just keep your mouth closed. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd probably go worms. I figured it'd just be like, you know, I I could just zone out and picture like, I don't know, that I was covered in spaghetti or something. Hey, whatever works. But... 25 mil. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a hell of a Fear Factor episode. That would be. That'd be 25... like the last, last one ever. Ultimate Fear Factor. Hey, just 25 mil all you on gotta, the line. All you got to do is let the recession keep going and 25 mil will be the 25 next mil. mil will be like <laughs> pocket change. Exactly. 25 mil. Shoot, I paid 30 mil in gas money just to get down here. My God. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This was, uh, this was a... This was a pretty all over the place episode. We talked about oh, I sororities. You, I thought you were gonna say it was a fun episode. It was fun. We talked about sororities. We talked about uh, pop. We talked about fear factor. 
We talked about, uh, we did some top 10 trivia. We talked a little recession, talked, managed to squeeze in some Sabres hockey. Um, Not much to talk about that one. Listen, just get the 90 points. Just get the 90 points. I know 90 points won't get you in the playoffs, but just get the 90 points. All right, we're going to do it for, uh, we're going to call it for the episode today. Again, make sure you check out our YouTube page. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Stories from the Sidelines. Um, another shout-out to Syracuse University and Delta Gamma Sorority for a fun Dudes Weekend 2023. Um, hopefully, can't wait till the next one. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening to our episodes, and make sure you tune in next week for another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. Go Sabres!